On this episode of Delivering Marketing Joy, we talk with Brian Young about the power of podcasting and content. Well, hey there, and welcome to another edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. I'm your host, Kirby Hossman, and joining me today is a new friend and a rock star in the industry, not only in the promo industry, but in the podcasting industry, Brian Young. He's the Director of Business Development for the Dunstan Group. Brian, I know you're a busy guy, so thanks for taking the time. Never busy enough to uh, to meet with you, Kirby. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to jump in on that. So um, you're an award-winning podcaster now, so that that's awesome. Congrats. I, you know, when when I first listened to to you and uh, and Bill's podcast, and you guys got to say we're the award winning <laughs> podcast, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna do that at some <laughs> point, whenever I win an award. But the, the the cool thing is, is we never started a podcast because we wanted to get an award. Totally. Um, it's a really really neat thing to get um, to have people in your industry acknowledge that to go across. The country and get an award is really awesome. Um, it's even more awesome to say we're the award-winning brand builders podcast. But all of that is just just an additive and just a, a bonus to why we started our podcast in the first place. And it's such a unique platform. Um, you know, you had talked to me a little bit back in 2017. I was in one of your classes and I was fresh into the industry. I probably had been there. I say fresh, probably a year in. Yeah. But I had this big say. I'm gonna come in here and dominate, right? Like I understand sales. Wow, was I wrong? I had a lot to learn, and I luckily enough, got to go and um, and be a part of PPAI in 2017, and go to one of your classes, and it was I think social media sales or, or, or something about something like that. Yeah. Um, and I sat down, and you guys, I just took a bunch of notes, and one of the things you said was you should start a podcast, and I'm like, that's crazy, but <laughs> why not? And so I threw the idea out to our owner, and luckily my owner is not the type of person that says. Well, that's gonna. How, what are we gonna get from that? What's the business? What's the ROI? He was more about like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, let's see if we can implement. It. And I said, yeah, but you're gonna be on it with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, that was that was a little bit of the kicker, but that's kind of how it started. We we went to Vegas, and I think three years ago when I went to Vegas, I looked at it as, oh, there's a bunch of uh, of my competition, and oh, we better be doing something better than them. And now that I've gotten to go back in 2019, this this uh, past month. It really made me change my mindset and view people in our industry as 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 mentors, as people that can support you, as if you're doing the right thing, we can all come together and share ideas from multiple different cities. Because as an industry, if we're as strong as our best leaders, then our industry is strong. Yeah. And so it was such a different experience to go back this year and see you and, and see everyone really um, and, and have those success stories and, and throw some of those challenges out there and just make that real apparent. So it was it was neat, man. But we, um, you know, I have this little thing that popped up here, but we we started the podcast um, in August of 2017. So even when you told me in January, it took us that long to sure. come up with the idea um, and really go from there, man. But it's been a, a ride and I, I look forward to telling you about it. Yeah, that's so cool, buddy. And I, you know, it's so interesting. Um, I think you're exactly right. When I went to um, Vegas and PPI, I think I always looked at it like, gosh, there's so much business out there. There's no way I could get it all anyway. So I've never viewed that as, as competition. And I think that you're, you are coming to that realization where it's like, man, when we can share platforms and share best practices, it makes the entire industry better. So I'm, I'm really tickled to hear you say that. That's cool. 
Yeah, it, it's it's a unique industry, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a lot of people that can look at it as competition, but the reality is if I can work with a uh, another distributor that's out of Detroit, that's out of Seattle, that has relationships. I mean, sitting down with someone who had Amazon for 14 years and understanding how did you develop that relationship, but ultimately, how did you keep Amazon for 14 years? <laughs> right? Like like you don't have it anymore, but the reality is is that's impressive and you yeah. don't just do that by just being nice and providing good products. You do that by being a true friend, being a true resource that that does the right thing each and every time. So I want to dig into it because you mentioned to it earlier, you know, people are always talking about ROI when it comes to social and content. And I'll be honest with you, it's something I've struggled to answer. I've gotten better at it in the last year probably. But can you tell me how this is, uh, this podcast has changed your business, either with clients or just with perception? Definitely. So to tell you a little bit about our podcast, I don't know if you'll be able to see this, but this is our, our podcast logo right here. Yeah. So we, we started the Brand Builders podcast and really we found out in 11 years of business that we do really cool projects, but the reality is we work with really cool people who have really, really cool brands. And most of the successful people that we do business with weren't all the way up here all the time, right? They've had struggles. And I think it just took our approach to being a friend before a client to sit down in our showroom, have these conversations and go, wow, man, I wish we would have recorded that, right? Like this should be a message that our community gets to listen to. This is something that we need to provide because if it helps one person, then that's a great thing. So that was really the initial step of what we were going to do. We never looked at it as, oh, what's our ROI gonna be, right? It was, we're gonna bring on cool people that we work with that have awesome stories and then it turned into maybe not awesome stories, right? Maybe stories of struggle, stories of addiction, people that have battled cancer, people that have died of cancer. We had a, a, a man, God bless him, Dale Beatty, who was a double amputee and started Purple Heart Homes. He came on our podcast and two weeks later he passed away, right? Mm-hmm. It was horrible. Early 30s, my age, young kids, I'm a young, I'm a dad of a young kid. Um, it was terrible, but his wife told us, release the podcast on his funeral, right? Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it'll choke me up right now thinking about that because the reality is it was really difficult for me to listen to it. But when I listened to it on the way to his funeral, by the time I got there, it was it was so deep and it was like, you know what, God had a plan. Mm. And I hope everybody else got to listen to that on the way up there, but that right there made it, there's a purpose and it's not about an ROI, it's about getting people's stories out there. And if we can connect one person with a, non, a nonprofit, with a charity, we can connect one person with another company to do business. If we can you know, elevate a brand by just providing this type of a platform, that's really it. So um, we, we get people all the time, how many listeners do you have? How many of this? And, and our polite answer is very simple. We don't care, no? I mean, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people are so, so tight into like how many likes I get and how many followers I have and they're forgetting that the reality is is producing solid content but creating relationships. So what we realize, if you take someone that's a CEO, if you take someone that's an industry leader, if you take it, you know, prime example, the, the, the voice of the Panthers, really cool story, right? But if you sit them down for 30 minutes and you put a headset on them like this and you talk to them, you're gonna get 30 minutes of attention that they never get anymore. It's almost mm-hmm. like a counseling session. So from <laughs> my perspective, you sit down with somebody and have that conversation, you get to know them. And every person we've, we've interviewed, we now have, uh, we, we just launched our 75th podcast wow. and with every Friday, but every single person that we have interviewed I, I remember 
the podcast like it was yesterday. And if I see them in the community, not only are they running right at me, I'm running right at them. And it's the coolest experience from people that would walk right past me in networking groups to now walking right up to me being like, how are you doing? Yeah. It's a hard question to ask. My, my, my goal is this. If you provide good content, if you have a purpose, and if you stay true to being a community leader and giving back, good things happen. Yeah. Good business happens yeah. to good people. Yeah. And so um, it's a hard question to ask, but we've never sat here and said, oh, well, I hope we get a ton of business from it. It was really, how cool would it be to tell a story every week? Not only do we get to stay top of mind every week, but we politely get to market other people's stories. And I, I have more fun doing that than I do really in any other aspect of my job, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, that's really cool. So it's funny, I've always struggled with the answer. And, and it was funny for this, as we were discussing the um, number at this point, we're at 225, 230, something like that, which means every week we're coming out. And I, I wasn't four or five episodes in, Brian, and somebody's like, well, what's the ROI? What are you, you know, what are you getting from it? And I'm like, I don't know. It, ju I just know it's the right thing. And I recently read uh, Seth Godin's book, This Is Marketing, mm -hmm. and he illustrated it for me as Seth Godin tends to do better than I've ever done it. And he talked about how it's there's a difference between brand marketing and direct marketing. And direct marketing, you're trying to get a call to action. You're trying to get a click through. Brand marketing, Coca-Cola doesn't think people are going to leave their homes in the middle of the Super Bowl and go buy Coca-Cola, <laughs> right? You're, you're, right? You're creating a, a top of mind and a brand. And I was like, yeah, that's it. That's the reason we do this because when the time comes, we will have provided value. We'll, we've provided great stories. The business will take care of itself. And so um, that's certainly been my, um, that's been my sort of journey. And it, it sounds like that's the same for you. Yeah, and, and I think a lot of people don't always think that there has to be a bottom line, right? I mean, I think, look at a business, especially in our, in our environment. If you work for a business that's always just drilling the bottom line, it's probably not that fun to work there, right? <laughs> like, you're going to have ups and downs. Yeah. Um, with us, it's more about the overall journey, right? Don't focus so much on, on the analytics around everything. Like, if you just do good things, then good things happen. And right. I think it's really neat how many people, or I want to quote unquote say, haters out there that have said, why are you doing a podcast? Are you kidding me? I mean, my, my owner, Scott Dunson, is, is one of the most respected men for, in my life. I've loved him giving me an opportunity. But it's so funny how many people that are CEOs and executives will like, how do you, how do you get the, it's like, it's, it's not that difficult. Right. We spend an hour with an industry leader every week, and then we get to tell their story, right? right. Like. It's fun, it's exciting, but it, it makes everybody that comes on this podcast our friends. And Charlotte, it's a big city. We were lucky enough to have the NBA um, All-Star Game here. But that right there, I think, showed everybody, like our city's big, but our city's really small. And right. so you can be a big player in that city and podcast in other ways. You do great jobs on vlogs. I mean, that's the next thing we gotta do, you know, is get more into video. Um, but yeah, it's a tough question to answer. I think you just need to stay true to who you are. And if you believe in it, do it. And don't let the doubters say anything. Yeah, I like it. I like it. So final question for you. Yeah. So for me, I know when it comes to creating content, we're always looking for tips to do it better, right? So what, what are some things that you tell people that want to start to create content? Or like somebody for me, what can I do to up my game? What are some tips? So one of the things, I've been big on LinkedIn for 
for a while. Mm -hmm. And I, I think LinkedIn's a great platform to be able to write your own articles, provide content. But I think a lot of people get too worried about um, what the analytics behind the content are instead of continuing to pump out good content, right? Yeah. It doesn't, you're, something's gonna go viral, I promise you. Yeah. Um, right now on, on, on my LinkedIn, I have a, uh, a post that I created and let's just check it out right now, we'll see. So it's about Sonia Curry hitting a, a, uh, an underhand uh, half court shot. Right now I have 26,000 views, 231 likes, wow. and that was posted four days ago, right? Wow. So you, you see that, I don't know if you can see it, but it, that right there, do you know how long it took me to get a post that had 26,000, like, are you kidding me? But the reality is, is that I know that what I believe in is what I believe in, and I'm gonna put that on paper, I'm gonna put that through a podcast, and I'm not afraid of people that don't like it or do like it, it doesn't matter to me, right? I'm true to who I am and I'm authentic. Um, I think that's number two, you have to be authentic in everything you do. Do not follow people. Um, Gary Vee says some crazy things, but Gary Vee also challenges people to be true to who you are. If you're a good person and you believe in yourself, then damn it, stand out there and believe in yourself. You don't have to be a follower. Um, we have a lot of people now that are like, we wanna start a podcast, we wanna start a podcast, and I think that's fantastic. But I even tell them, do you wanna start a podcast or do you wanna do what's the next podcast? Mm. What's gonna be the next thing? Because right. in my mind, podcasts are phenomenal. I think people will be able to listen for a while. But like, what's gonna be next? So that would be my second thing. And the third one is take a risk. Um, don't be afraid to try something that nobody else has done. Um, one of the, the coolest stories that, that I found out is, is, is a story about Apple. And, and you, you hear this crazy story and how they came up with the concept, be different and all these things. It doesn't have to be crazy, but you do have to be different on a consistent basis. And so I think there's a lot of people out there that wait until something becomes a trend, wait until something's cool and they're like, ooh, I'm gonna do that. Don't be that guy, right? Go out, create something different. Um, our podcast, it creates its own content. Like I. I'm not every week like, oh man, I gotta do all this to figure this out. We come here, we sit down, we have a conversation, we record it and we send it, right? Mm, and then yeah. and yeah, it's put out there. So those would be my biggest things. Um, there's always gonna be haters, but I think that if you are a believer in what you do and you truly care about your community, just do that and, and, and good things will happen to you. Don't always think that you gotta have somebody pat you on the back, the more people you pat on your back, I promise you, you're gonna have a backpack full of people that will be on your team. So, I don't know, I, I guess my, my bottom line of it is just um, come up with something different, take a risk, be unique, and um, and be authentic. And yeah. people will 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 gravitate towards that in, in, uh, in a way that you have never seen. I love it, I love it. It's funny, Seth Godin, uh, one time I was lucky enough to talk to him and he, he said, I asked him about haters and he said, if the haters aren't showing up, you're not trying hard enough. Great, uh, that's great, yeah, that's great. Yeah, okay, so you've answered my three questions. I give everybody Sorry. a chance to ask me one. Do you have one for me? I do, so I, I am an avid follower of yours on LinkedIn. I think you provide phenomenal content. Um, a lot of it is very, very, very unique and it's just something that's just, cool to, to come in and say, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see what Kirby's up to. And it's neat, like you do really cool stuff. So Thanks. one thing I have, to, I have to challenge myself is like, you started this business in 2004, mm -hmm. right? But you still to this day, in my mind, are an innovator for our industry and in coming up with creative ideas. But I don't wanna talk about your success, right? Okay. I wanna talk about what is your biggest mistake that you've made mm -hmm. and how did that turn you in to the success story that obviously you're still creating, hmm. but what was something that maybe you failed at and, and it challenged you to turn turn your life into into what it is? I'm just kind of curious, because 
everybody could look at this and go, damn, Kirby's life's awesome now. But the reality <laughs> is, is from 2004, you, you're, you're the one challenging kids my age to, to do things different. And that's so cool, man. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. So, uh, very kind. I appreciate it. Uh, we don't have time for all the failures, uh, <laughs> but uh, a couple things come to mind. Um, and one of the things I love about this, in the interest of transparency, uh, Brian didn't give me this in advance. So this is my off-the-cuff answer. So a couple things. Number one, I was super early to content. But what I know now that I made mistakes about is I would try things for a couple weeks, and if they didn't work, I'd quit doing them. And what I know now is you got to be... Uh, committed to a long-term play on something like this. I remember when I started this show, Delivering Marketing Joy, I'd heard that the average web show only went five episodes. So I didn't start, I, I didn't release one until I already had five because I'm like, I'm going to break that right away. Um, the the other thing, and this is going to be weird, um, is, is I had a great employee at one point that was... Um, vocal on social media about negative things and I never shut that down and then one day it became super bad and I had to cut the relationship on a very good employee that was a huge failure on my part from a leadership perspective because had I just you know said hey this is not how we're going to talk about clients and stuff like that online um, had I done that earlier I probably, you know, I wouldn't have had to make a drastic thing down the road. That's one of those things, I think, from a leadership perspective, from a from a social media perspective, like it was evolving so fast that I'm like, well, gosh, I don't want to be a jerk about it. But I think in that moment, I needed to be a leader and I wasn't. And then down the road, I had to be a be a leader. But it, it was a it was a jerk moment instead of a leading moment. And so that's, those are the two that kind of pop into my head. And so hopefully, hopefully I've learned at least a couple things from that, but, uh, I guess time will tell. <laughs> no, that, that's a great story, man. I, I, I think positivity wins all the time. Yeah. So much negative stuff out there, pump content that makes somebody feel good, that challenges the way they think. Um, it's, it's been cool, man. Well, I appreciate you, uh, you having me on this podcast. This Absolutely. is pretty cool. It's going to be different listening to this podcast as an avid listener, now as a guest. So yeah. um, <laughs> that'll be an experience for sure. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. We will definitely do it again sometime. And uh, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Watch out!